Welcome back to the Save the Popcorn podcast. I'm your host Johan Saldana. This is the show where I talk to my friends, family, and sometimes strangers about movies and shows they either grew up watching, are currently binging, or are excited about watching in the future. In this episode, I talk to my sister Delia Saldana. She is currently doing her PhD in the field of biotechnology at McGill University, Montreal. We got together to talk about something that I guarantee almost every person listening to this has watched at some point in their lives. Disney Channel. Hello and welcome back to the Save the Popcorn podcast. My name is Johan Saldana. and with me today i have a guest who i've known all my life she's my sister delia jane saldana how are you today i'm good that's this it is, yeah that's all you had to <laughs> yeah. uh, contribute yes <laughs> so this is the first time that i've had a guest on this podcast that i'm actually meeting in person all the previous guests that we've had on the show are uh, i met them in a virtual environment so this is the first time i'm having the person right in front of me in fact i we drove 6 hours to montreal just to do this podcast so i guess my first question to you is who do you think you are <laughs> i'm better than you why, why do you think i needed to do this i didn't need to do this i w- because i think deep down no matter how much you've achieved in life there is there's always going to be this unsettling fear in the deepest crevices of your heart that i am and i will always be better than you and so i had to drive 6 hours I think it's just your way of uh, trying to live up to me, trying to get as good as me, and always failing to do so. Thanks. Yeah. Anyway, we are here today on Save the Popcorn podcast to talk about shows that we've grown up with, shows that we watch even today as we as we have grown up. You know, I'm 20 years old. You're 24 years old, and we're still talking about these shows. old disney channel shows what is the first disney channel show that you remember watching um definitely lizzie mcguire uh what 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 did you watch it on like? uh so we grew up in dubai so we watched it on e junior and lizzie mcguire is actually before my time it ended on disney channel before i even had disney channel so it was it ended by the uh when i was 7 years old and it's restarted on e junior when i was 7 years old so i was introduced to it uh by my older cousins who who grew up watching it and that's why among my demographic i don't think a lot of people are familiar with lizzie mcguire it was um i think my generation or people my age were more familiar with zack and cody and hannah montana but yeah lizzie mcguire is what i grew up with i think lizzie mcguire started in the 90s I'm not too sure. No, it was 2000 to 2002. So 90s kids were able to understand what TV was back yes. then. Yes. Okay. Uh yeah, and also like for my age uh group, Lizzie McGuire was not very understandable because she was a teenager and we were just 6 or 7 years old. Okay. So I didn't understand. Yeah. But I think it was cool because they did incorporate a lot of animation into the show. Like they had her her animated Lizzie McGuire version into the show. Remember that? Yeah. So, um, Hilary Duff actually joked about that. She said that she was the first person to ever have her own bit moji. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
even in the movie i believe she was that that animated version of herself was included in the movie yeah and i remember doing the blooper reel they made it look like as if the animated character was doing the bloopers oh uh, yeah yeah so and i I've think seen, that was pretty innovative yeah i've seen a couple i've only seen a couple of things that i've done that toy story did that once or twice so lizzie mcguire so disney does well in you know doing that what about other disney shows that you watched so i think by the time i was big enough to understand uh, the plot and the the humor it was uh, zack and cody and hannah montana together and then i think a year or two later it was visit the waverly place and then when i was really big it was sunny with a chance and among those four which one do you think is timeless like i don't mean like something that you enjoyed at the time what do you think you could watch even now and still laugh at what i even watch now because i have disney plus subscription okay is okay okay easy <laughs> is um zack and cody okay so zack and cody and and why do you think that is uh because it's very um i don't know it's not very sarcastic it's uh, a little more realistic than uh visit the waverly place and hannah montana it's just a bunch of kids getting in trouble in school and i guess that's relatable even now I think in terms of Hannah Montana and Wizards of Waverly Place even though Wizards of Waverly Place has a lot of magic in it I would still say Hannah Montana is more unrealistic how how do you put a wig so fast and it sets immediately at that time I don't I never understood I, that I just think it's like a bit too glamorous and like even now like even though I have the subscription I don't watch Hannah even though I really enjoyed Hannah Montana at the time I don't watch it now I just don't find it funny I just think it's It was really sarcastic. It they they depended on their sarcasm for gags. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that can be said for other shows too. But then Zach and Cody, Zach and Cody was funny because they were twins and it it was two kids in a in a hotel room. I mean, in a hotel running around all the time. So that was something that we always wanted to do. I don't think everyone could relate to Hannah Montana that much. I think. Yeah, and also I think it was better written. Like a Sweet Life on Deck was not as well written as Sweet Life of Zack and okay, Cody. Okay, so you think that you prefer the Sweet Life of Zack and Cody to the Sweet Life yeah, on Deck? Yeah, no, yeah, Sweet Life on Deck again was sarcastic. Season three of Vi- Vis- season three and four of Wizards of Waverly Place was also pretty uh, sarcastic. It was too sarcastic. At one point, it became cringy. Okay. So it was only the initial season of Wizards of Waverly Place that you. to watch because i i know that a lot of shows especially sitcoms that are aimed at teenagers they have this weird they have this weird thing where the adults are writing the show and they're throwing jokes at you left and right like every single sentence is a joke and you can't comprehend because everything is so funny it just it, do, it doesn't make sense to me to yeah. watch it because no one in the show is laughing at the jokes so how can everyone on the show be equally funny and we are the only people laughing that's what i didn't like about those kind of shows i i guess but i mean for me it just got irritating because at at some point like there's a border between sarcasm and just like bad jokes edginess and, people are trying too hard to be edgy yeah you know? i i think they were just trying too hard or just being too mean sometimes it was just outright mean and you shouldn't be teaching kids that but yeah. other shows <laughs> other shows were just they were like genuinely funny and you just wanted to laugh with the characters speaking of like edginess and trying too hard to be funny what about youtube what do you remember like do you watch youtube regularly i only watch lily singh and i watch architectural digest okay videos. so you have like a couple of subscription like you a couple of people that you know yeah and i'm also like i watch my cousin's videos shout out to glen saldana the real glen yeah yeah 
Okay, so because the thing is, uh, people always talk about the streaming wars that they ask you where your allegiance lies, Netflix or Disney, HBO or Amazon Prime. You know, you're forced to uh, choose a particular subscription. But I think no one's really asking the kids below the age of 16 because if you actually ask any kid below the age of 16 what they watch, they are not going to answer Netflix or Disney Plus. They're going to answer YouTube because that's all they watch. and i've actually spoken to a couple of you know younger cousins and friends of my friends and they always tell me that the only thing that they tune into is youtube so i i wonder when you first started watching youtube who were the people that you started watching so when i started watching youtube youtube was a very bad thing so we were not allowed to watch youtube when we were growing so up because so what year was that around um i guess when i was like 10 years old because that time youtube was still very new and the only thing parents knew about youtube was oh my god there are bad videos on there so yeah. we were not allowed to watch and i think the first time i started watching youtube freely was uh, when people started realizing it could be a safe uh, forum for content creators too and that was i think around 2014 so yeah that was just lily saying and i i was i used to just watch um uh, bloopers of shows that i watched on regular tv so i i did not follow any particular content creator so i don't know right so i i think back then around 2006 2010 back then it was like free space everyone could upload whatever they wanted yeah. i think after a couple of years they started implementing policies and you know they started saying that there are certain restrictions to what you can upload so we started seeing more creators come out like fred you remember fred yeah fred and nigahiga and uh, all these musical yeah i think nigahiga was the first one that i started watching um yeah and then fred too the fred videos but that's because he uh, appeared on icarly yeah so exactly the, yeah, yeah so the, the only way we knew about youtube creators is because they would make a cameo in some big children exactly show. back then back then to be famous on youtube didn't just mean getting a lot of views on youtube only if the outside media found you only then were you considered famous like yeah. ryan higa was so famous on youtube but only until news channels started covering him then people realized that this could be potentially you know the new medium yeah but now i feel like youtube is more of a medium now than traditional media because i get my news from youtube there are there are specific channels <laughs> there are specific channels that do news specifically for youtube oh yeah maybe and so yeah. It, it, i don't know uh, do you think that there's do, do you ever think that you could ever go back to watching cable television see i can't afford cable tv yeah <laughs> so, so that's a very big thing but um, and also when i go to my parents house they don't have cable television uh but i think i can go back to it like when i used to go to india after watching netflix a lot in canada i i used to blend right no actually no i think i'm lying to myself if i was forced to watch cable television i would i i don't think i can uh i can i i i can put myself at the liberty of people choosing what mo- what movie i'll have to watch yeah. that evening now it's everything's at my fingertips like i have so many subscription channels at my fingertips that i can watch whatever i want so, so it's all on demand yeah like i don't like other people deciding what i should be watching that day there's no longer you know staying up for 7:30 for this particular movie yeah and exactly. there's no more ads youtube still has ads okay, uh, yeah. but uh, yeah there are no more ads in other places yeah so in terms of like moving forward what do you think would be what do you spend what do you invest more time on uh, on YouTube or a streaming service. I think Netflix. I spend a lot of time on Netflix even though like I think Netflix and YouTube is kind of a tie and everything else is just secondary. 
everything else secondary so like are you the kind of person who you know keeps stuff in the who keeps netflix running in the background while you're doing your work or yes. do you have to be inside that frame of the television no never like i i don't think i've ever watched netflix completely concentrating like i always keep some work happening like i don't like focusing that much on tv and i don't like that focusing that much on work either and i'm a phd student so okay. that's saying something <laughs> So would it be safe to say that nothing on Netflix interests you that much? Uh no, I think there are some shows that I really enjoy. Like I enjoyed uh Modern Family. I enjoyed Pretty Little Liars surprisingly. It was like a murder mystery. Uh but the one yeah, with the Lucy Hale. Yeah, but um that was always running in the background as I did my work. I just don't like silence. I don't know, that, that's probably just me. uh i guess people who live with families uh they they enjoy the silence but for me like i live all alone uh, like with a roommate and it's quite kind of quiet so netflix provides that background noise that i need yeah yeah i mean netflix do- netflix is known for being background noise some- sometimes you know that's why they introduced that continue watching feature and yeah. Yeah so let me ask you this let me ask you what side you are on Disney versus Netflix No definitely ne- uh, Netflix I think Disney caters to just uh, the nostalgic fan base and I only got it because uh, I would really wanted to catch up on some really old movies like the Lizzie McGuire movie which you don't get anywhere in the whole world Right um then the old uh, princess movies like Cinderella and Beauty and the Beast I just wanted to catch up on that but I think you only need disney plus for like a month or two to catch up um right. you don't need it regularly i don't think there's i i went through some of the original content that disney plus creators put out there so there are some documentaries so those documentaries were nice but they were just one time watches and yeah. the show that they the shows that they introduced just for disney they they really not worth paying 8.98 or i don't know how much i pay here in canada but they really not worth Uh, the money especially when i'm getting netflix for half of that exactly i so, feel like especially in the documentary game there's no one that beats netflix like some of the documentaries that netflix has they are uh, they are top of class have you watched tiger king that everyone's talking about no i i don't like the con- i know i'm going to get really agitated when i see it i <laughs> i get agitated when i see the trailer so um no i will i don't think i'll watch that because i i kind of got the gist of it and i know i should be educating myself more but it just It just angles me. Yeah, it's this weird thing where you're watching something that horrifying that actually happened, and you're watching it as entertainment. Even I feel that sometimes, you know. Yeah. If you let's say you have kids, yeah. okay, and or you have nephews, you have little children around you right now. Would you rather put shows that you watched when you were a kid for them to watch, or would you let them watch the current kids' shows? I would never let them watch the current kids' shows. I think they're all irritating. Um I don't think children yeah. should grow around such irritating content. Um I don't know about this part of the world but uh, children in India are watching Doraemon and that's not cool. <laughs> <laughs> They're growing up thinking that Doraemon's a quality cartoon. Um but that's not cool at all. And also they they're watching Hindi remakes of really good uh shows like Zack and Cody uh, what was the hindi remake for that it was something uh, funny i remember <laughs> it was uh, the sweet life of karan and kabir <laughs> shake it up is two little boys uh, dancing with uh, there are a lot of lela majnu jokes in karan and kabir which i don't understand because zack and cody didn't care that much about uh, romeo love story yeah, romeo and juliet i think there was one episode that was a romeo and juliet parody yeah. but apart from that they didn't care but Oh my god. Uh, so you've actually watched the Hindi version. I watched an episode or two and it is truly truly horrible. 
there's I think Best of Luck Nikki which I haven't watched but I've heard is what is that oh, is that a oh my that's god that's good a- that's good luck Charlie oh wow uh, there's uh, Jesse which got uh, hey Jesse that got made into Oi hey Jesseline oh, Oi Jesse <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh, yeah I just think that the there should be like better content not just uh, I I guess dubbed content brings uh, those shows uh closer to indian audiences and like i guess remaking it makes it more relatable to indian audiences obviously i mean uh representation matters yeah uh, it i guess it just shows the relatability of content uh for those uh, audiences but i don't know like i feel like there's a lot of plot lines that would be more specific to indian kids that they would enjoy more that uh Uh, I mean not not that I'm saying that Indian kids will not enjoy American television because I grew up watching American television and I yeah. enjoyed it but there are also so many things that we would like to see about our lives represented in shows and I'm I'm like what is student of the year like <laughs> <laughs> like who was allowed to dress up like that um, who drove ferraris to 12th standard like that? I remember I got a note in my diary because my my hair scrunchy was black instead of brown that day and it was so disappointing and they made me stand in front of the assembly line because i was like the criminal for that day no i i've been there yeah i think i saw you that day also <laughs> <laughs> no no you haven't but like that there's there are students on one end of that spectrum and then you have students represented in karan johar movies or like disney shows who wear like mini skirts so like what i remember they used to measure my hair with a with a scale so <laughs> because if it was above 6 inches uh you had to tie it into plaits if it was below 6 inches it had to be a ponytail so they used to bring a scale and then you have current shows students <laughs> like it just agitates you so obviously having like shows on disney channel or like nickelodeon that um that are fun that are relatable that are simple like i think people are just going over the top now like iCarly was really simple yeah. it was just people it was actually it is actually so relatable to kids right now because all she had was a web channel and i think every kid these days has a web channel exactly. so it is yeah. it's it's a very uh, humbling show Lizzie McGuire was a very good show because Lizzie had no talents whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> so it, so her entire struggle with life was finding a talent or finding a career option which is what kids go through. Um and yeah, Zack and Cody was just like kids being kids. So I guess having content where kids are allowed to be themselves are allowed, are not, like there's no adulthood forced onto them like how the later uh, Disney shows became. Yeah. Um and just like simplicity that's what matters i yeah. think i think a lot of times coming to books you know a lot of times people think that okay these books are popular among children let's make a movie out of them and then they just they don't understand why the children like those books so much i'm talking about percy jackson yeah yeah i think they ruined percy jackson like i i will this is not an understatement they ruined the movie so badly because i think percy was like 12 years old yeah and then this person was like this hormonal 16 year old and uh, the funniest thing is he wasn't just 12 years old he the prophecy in the story met, wanted him to be 12 years old yeah. so <laughs> i remember the prophecy says that when he's 16 something will happen yeah. and so they couldn't incorporate that rhyme into the movie so they changed it to when he's 20 and the rhyme of the prophecy was completely ruined by that yeah no i i think the movie did a really bad job and i hope disney who's picked up Percy Jackson to make uh 
I don't know the grammar of the sentence makes. I think sense. they're making a television series. Yeah, they're making a television series, and I think Logan Lerman, who played uh, Percy in the movie, said, "I hope you do a better job than me." Yeah, because no offense to, he's a good actor. That that Logan Lerman. No, I've everyone seen. was good. The, yeah, the effects were good. Everything was good, except I don't know where the writers went when yeah. they were writing this movie. Although that being said, even I was very optimistic about. Percy Jackson being made into a TV show because it's the perfect kind of book to be turned into a TV show. You I know? think even Harry Potter would have benefited from a TV show, but I guess like the movies are not that bad. Yeah, I no, mean, not, no, I think nobody did it as badly as uh, Percy Jackson. That, that's what I'm getting to. So my my red flag for Disney making something on Percy Jackson was destroyed about a week ago because you know Artemis Fowl, yeah. the book series. Yeah, they made a movie on Artemis Fowl, which is streaming on Disney Plus, and it's the worst. piece of shit that anyone has seen apparently they've ruined that character completely in that movie oh okay yeah i mean i don't know i don't know where uh, the current disney's priorities are i think see like artemis fowl 2 it's a book that we grew up reading right yeah. it's not the book it's not a book that i don't know maybe it's not that popular among kids who are growing up now uh but i don't know i think they're really trying to tap into children's nostalgia and that's why they are making like remakes of like old movies that we grew up watching so uh, i think they are caught between trying to catch our attention our nostalgia and they're also trying to get the current children's attention and so they are in between and they are doing a bad job on both ends yeah i think they should just go back to focusing on the children because see when they did that when they were thinking about children's happiness they ended up with frozen and frozen was an excellent movie yeah. and children really enjoyed it but then when they started thinking about oh how do we capitalize on old uh, adults yeah. <laughs> how do we get them back that's when they started making some rubbish shows um i mean I was really excited for the Lizzie McGuire show and I really really hope they uh, it's it's cancelled now. Okay. So because Disney was not happy with some of the directions that the writers were taking. Okay. Uh but I'm pretty sure like uh like a lot of people were looking forward to Lizzie McGuire and I would have watched I would have bought the Disney subscription again <laughs> just to watch Lizzie McGuire just to see what uh she's up to but yeah I mean as long as they go back to their roots. So Disney just wanted to make children happy. Yeah. And not like worry about the, I don't think Disney has a lot of money problems. I honestly don't think so. The, <laughs> just from the merchandise, I think just from our family buying the Frozen merchandise, they yeah. have earned a lot. All our <laughs> nephews and nieces dance let it go. So, I don't think money is the issue. I think the issue is They I are. think money is the issue that they've now had so much money that they just want more this weird capitalist you know let's let's grab this target market let's also grab that target market and let's make more money I guess so like yeah but I really think they should bring back the old type of shows like we need more Lizzie McGuire's for especially today's generation that thinks that they are all special and they are perfect yeah. and <laughs> they all have talents you know news flash you don't have a lot of talents i'm i'm sorry to say <laughs> <laughs> but most of you are just pathetic messes um you need a grip on reality um uh, And yeah, and not everyone needs to have like an Instagram live video every day. Yeah. <laughs> and not everyone needs like a YouTube channel. If you're talented, well and good, hone your talents. But yeah, okay. If you have a hobby, like in music or something, it's okay. Show it to the world. We'll be genuinely happy for you. But there are people who are not talented who like suddenly like, "Hey guys, I um picked up a guitar yesterday <laughs> and um 
this is my a lot of you have been asking for guitar tips like nobody no, was no asking. asked literally no. nobody <laughs> asked you and uh, like makeup okay like i i enjoy watching people put makeup but hey guys a lot of you have been asking about my skin care routine literally nobody asked <laughs> <laughs> i didn't see a single person ask so yeah uh, i think our the the next generation the, or the generation younger than me needs something to humble them a bit more and something to enjoy without being sarcastic or mean so right. yeah so that's uh, i i really miss that those kind of shows all right well it's been great talking to you delia how how was your experience on the save the popcorn podcast i really like it i really like talking to a mic <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> that i mean if In there's one takeaway you want to take away from that fine i i guess that's your takeaway yeah and i i really feel i have i i really feel passionate about uh, disney shows i really feel passionate about what children are watching these days and honestly the the crappier the children shows get the crappier adults they become so okay uh, <laughs> so please uh think about that content creators think about what you are trying to show kids if you are targeting kids if you are not targeting kids do you but if you are targeting kids just think better think about what kind of human beings they're going to be when they watch your shows because believe it or not it's the shows we watched as kids that have framed our entire personalities like our sense of humor um our goals our ambitions so if you are wa- making them watch terrible shows they're going to become terrible human beings so, right okay yeah. that's a happy thought to leave uh, our podcast with uh, <laughs> you have terrible children fix them <laughs> anyway my that was delia saldana my name is johan and always always remember that butter popcorn is better than caramel lies <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Save the Popcorn podcast. If you are a new listener, make sure to follow this show for weekly episodes just like this one. If you are a long-term listener, feel free to go to Apple Podcasts and give the show a rating. We'll see you again for the next episode.